Hello, welcome to this podcast. My name's Alex Morgan, and I am the owner of Tiny Blue Rocket. So, in today's podcast, we are asking and answering the question, what information do I need on my website? So, in the last podcast and in our last blog post on our website, we looked at the purpose of a website. And I said the main purpose of a website nowadays is about clarification, about clarifying key information. So what I mean by that is that in the modern world, in, as you move into the 2020s, social media is the main way people find out about businesses. They will see a Facebook or Twitter or Instagram post you put up. They will see something that a friend has shared about a business. They will also see maybe adverts that have been posted through social media, through Facebook and Twitter and that kind of stuff. People will come across businesses for the first time mainly on social media. So they will already be warmed up, they'll already know a little bit about your business by having seen that post on social media. By coming to your website after that, what they're looking for is an answer to a question or some clarification about some part of the business. And that's what it comes down to. In the last podcast, I put forward the idea of if you imagine a local cafe and you see a friend share a post about this new local cafe and you think, wow, that looks amazing. Let's go there at the weekend. Ah, but I should want to check though. Where is it? When is it open? Is it child friendly? Oh, and do they provide gluten-free cakes for my friend who are coming with us who's uh, celiac? So you've got those questions and you want to find the answers to them. You, you aren't going to sit there and scroll through all of their Facebook posts to find the answers to those questions. That, that would be ridiculous and take too long. You go to the website and you want to know, where are you? When are you open? What do you do? Can I bring my children? You know, Do you have a range of food for, 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 for various conditions? You know, Simple questions like that. And that's what the person wants from the website. Those questions that they would want to um, ask clarified and answered from the website. And that's it. That is really all a small business website is about in 2019, moving on to 2020. It's about clarification and answering the obvious, straightforward questions that people would have about a business that they can't get just from social media. So we're going to look at the three, the three most important key things that a website needs to have to make it relevant for that clarification. So number one is location. So if you, the vast majority of businesses, the vast majority of small businesses uh, rely on location as being a key determinant of of customers. So, you know, by that I mean things like if you're a plumber or bricklayer, if you operate a restaurant or a cafe, you've got a bookshop, even for our business in terms of um, our web design, the majority of our businesses has, uh, business has come to people who've been searching for someone in the local area. Even though for some clients I've never actually met them face to face. It's all been done entirely online. But for stuff like those plumbers, restaurants, cafes, bookshops, people will want to physically come to that restaurant or cafe or bookshop and they will want a plumber who's nearby who can come to them reasonably quickly and easily. And the plumber also won't want to go too far out of their area either. So you're looking for things in the local area and people will want to come to your website and know straight away, are you nearby? Are you local? Can you provide that service or can I come to your location easily for where I'm or I'm going or where I live? 
So an um, example of this is on a recent website we launched for a driving instructor for Tracy Bevis. The title on when you come to the uh, the homepage on the hero image at the top of the page, the first thing you see is the text that says driving lessons in Taunton. And that is all about location because it spells out in four words what the website is for, driving lessons, and where it takes place in Taunton, in that local area of Taunton. So if you're coming from Exeter to the website, if you're coming from Dubai, if you're coming from Sydney, you'd know straight away that's not for me in my local area. But if you're coming from somewhere within Taunton or the surrounding borough, you'd look at that and go, okay, sure, yeah, you provide driving lessons in Taunton, I need driving lessons in Taunton, brilliant, go for it. So not only is it good in terms of clarification of location, that's also very good for SEO and for Google as well, because when someone's typing in driving lessons in Taunton into their website, in, in sorry, searching for that on Google, you'd hope they'd come across Tracy's website because it says right there at the top of the page, that's what she does. So it's all about making people aware of where you are if you're something like a plumber who goes out to people, the area you service, or if you are a cafe or restaurant or whatever, where you are located. And that can be dealt with by simple things like including in the text blocks, the titles and the, the text body of the page, things about where you're located and the areas you service, or things like that. Simple things like having a map as well that show where you are, if you are a cafe in the middle of a city or a town, where you're located in that um, busy metropolitan area. Um, having an address physically written down there as well, having a phone number with a local area code as well. All these things help clarify to people your location. And location for so many businesses is a key part of why people come to their business. So that's location. Number two in our list is contact information. So, interesting fact of the day, 44% of visitors will leave a website if there's no way of contacting them. And while that's not more than half, it's you know pretty much half people will leave a website if they can't get in touch with people. Making it straightforward and easy for people to get in touch with you is important. So I've found with Tiny Blue Rocket, I've had people ask all manner of uh, interesting, wacky, weird and wonderful questions. Uh, some of them have even led to me turning that person into a client because they've asked a question. I've been able to provide them with an answer straight away and they've then been so impressed by the ability to get questions asked and answered and getting the answers they want then they've been converted into a customer. So it's really important then that you allow people when they come to your website to see how they can get in touch, how they can call you, email you or pop in and ask questions. Because while they're you know, I think I'm one of those people who I would never reach out and ask a business a question because that's not the way I want to operate. Um, I want to find the answers on the website. And we'll come on to that in a second, that, that, that point. Um, but for an awful lot of people, they do want to just make a phone call, send an email or drop in and ask a question to people. And they want to be able to know that they can do that and how they can do that. And that's really key for some people. And it will put people off. 88% of online visitors will not engage with business if they had a bad experience online. And that can include going somewhere, wanting to ask a question, but not being able to do it. So that, that information, that contact information is really, really key. 
And you might be listening to this and thinking, oh yeah, great, I can give out my phone number and then be bothered by people asking silly questions or spam or that kind of stuff. All of that can be solved with one simple thing, a chatbot. Now we've obviously talked before in podcasts about chatbots and them being great. Uh, and and it, re- it really is because you can set up a chatbot through things like Messenger and you can set it up so it knows the sorts of questions people might ask about your business. And then it can provide the answers 24-7, 365 days a year. And it then takes some of the pressure off you as a business having to answer emails and phone calls and all that kind of stuff. And it allows people to ask a question about your business and get an immediate response. Because that will impress people, getting that immediate response about the business. So sharing information and making it easy for people to ask questions and get answers straight away is a key part of any small business website. So the third thing you must include on the website is what you do. And that might sound incredibly basic, but quite often people would come to a website and ask questions. Okay, can you do this? Do you sell that? And they want to be able to get the answer to those questions. The example I'll give is um, if you're looking for a plumber because you've got solar panels on your house, and there's a leak or it's not working very well. Now, not all plumbers will be trained and qualified to fix solar panels. So you want to be able to find a plumber in your local area who can. And you might be able to find a plumber who's nearby, but they don't say on the website that they are qualified and trained and available to do solar panel servicing or or fix solar panels. Now, if that person has actually gone and got themselves trained and qualified for this growing market within their industry but they've forgotten to put the information on their website, they're never going to get that sort of work to them. And that's quite common. I see that quite a lot with people where they've got things on social media, but they're constantly saying, oh, we can now offer this, we can now do that. But they don't update their website. And it's that kind of assumption that people will just check on social media and find out that way. But it's not necessarily going to be that way. People are not going to scroll back through your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram history just to get the answer to the question. They're on your website, and they want to know, if you're, you're a plumber, can you fix my broken toilet? Can you fix my heating system? Can you fix my solar panels? You know, you've got these questions you want to ask. It's really important, then, if that plumber can do those things, that they make it very, very clear on their website that they can. Because website visitors will just scan the website. They won't sit there and read it in detail, absorbing all the information their eyes will flick down the page and they want to be able to see what they what they want, the questions they've got. They want to see the answers to them really easily on the website. So, my third... No, third? Yes, third, but not final important fact in this podcast is that 75% of people base the credibility of the business on the website. Three quarters of people will make an assumption about your business based on your website. So with that plumber, they could assume that the plumber only does you know, kind of very standard, basic plumbing work and they don't go down the more advanced route. And that could be a wrong assumption about that plumber just because they haven't updated their website and included that information. So making sure you're putting front and centre what you do, what you provide. Another, another example uh, I'll give is... Um, if you've got a customer who's who's chosen to be vegan, who wants to go to a cafe, 
obviously the main thing they want to know is okay can i can i get a drink there like a cup of tea do you have soya oats almond milk whatever can i get a meal there do you have vegan options on your menu now if the cafe on their website has not explicitly said we have these options or here are our vegan options or our dairy free options or things like that then people who are looking will make it a judgment and say okay they don't provide that for me bit of a silly thing to do really i'm going to go elsewhere now when you consider that between 2016 and 2018 there was a 388 percent growth in vegan food that cafe by not explicitly making it clear that they provide those sorts of options are going to miss out an awful lot of business and an awful lot of customers just by missing out that key information from their website so that's what it's all about. We've, we need to make sure it's um, we, we, need, we need to make sure that we tell people where we are. We need to make it easy for them to ask questions. But also, we need to make sure we've answered the questions on the website before they get in touch with us by making it clear what that business provides and what we do really clearly and in a straightforward way on the website, so people don't feel they need to go out and ask questions because the website is so not full, but has on it plenty of clear, concise and useful information to ask, answer the sorts of questions customers will ask. So when a business changes and when things adapt, so should your website. You should be adding on that new information to your website. So those are the three things that every and any small business website needs to include. So as social media grows, the role of a website especially for a small business, has changed. Moving to 2020, it's all about clarification and ask, answering key questions. Where are you? How do, how do I get in touch with you? What do you do? Your website needs to be able to ask, your website needs to be able to answer those questions from the get-go, straight away and really easily for any website visitor. If you feel like your website maybe doesn't answer those questions really easily, maybe it's time to improve and redesign and launch a brand new version of your business website ready for 2020. If that's the case, get in touch with us at tinyblueRocket.co.uk. So thank you for listening and I hope you will be listening to our next podcast and finding out a bit more about our business very, very soon. So thanks for listening and see you on the next podcast.